Ta'anit daf kafhet. The last thing we were discussing was how would they read the the parasha of Bereshit and Vayhirakia on day one. And we said that according to Rav, Ohen would read in the first parasha Bereshit, uh, pasuk number one, two, and three. And Levi would read three, four, and five. And then Israel would read the entire day two. And Shmuel said, no, split that pasuk in the middle. So pasuk number three gets split. So the Kohen would read two and a half, Levi two and a half, and the next one would read three. And we have right that says that we don't split or go back. We just continue going, continue going, going, going until everyone gets enough sukim. And the Rav and Shmuel said, that's because there's enough room over there to continue. But in regular Ma'amadot, where you're only reading Bereshit and Vahirakiah, you have to either split according to Shmuel or go back according to Rav. And with that, we are starting Kafhet Amud Aleph, first line in, right in the middle of the line, where it says, Parashah Gdola Korino Tabishnaim. If it's a large parasha, a large paragraph, then two people can read it. And all this is in Shahrit and Musaf. However, Uminha Korin Alpian, Uminha, everyone reads it by heart. So the Gemara doesn't understand exactly how to split that up. What's this Mishnah saying? Is it Shahid and Musaf out of a Sefer Torah and Mincha by heart, like you read Shema or Ad Sidur? Or maybe this is what it means. Shahid Shahid, you read out of a Sefer Torah. Musaf and Musaf and Mincha, you read it by heart, like you read Shema. So what exactly is going on? So Tashema, the Tanya. In Shahid Musaf, you go to Shul, you read the way you read the entire year, out of a Sefer Torah. Everyone reads it on his own by heart. Can a Yahid read the Red Torah by heart in Sibur? There's a famous rule that anything that is written in the Torah, in Avim Ketubim, you cannot read by heart. Everyone reads it together by heart. And bottom line is, you can see that Musaf, they read it out of Sefer Torah. And just a side point, in Tosfot Yishanim in Yoma, in the Samag, uh, the Shatege Borim brought it in, in Masechet Megillah, that when we say something that is written, you can't say by heart, that's Tafka if you want to be Motsi, everyone, Yedehova, of something, but if everyone's just reading on their own, there's no Yisur. And the Bach goes as far as to say that if you were being Motsi people, Yedehova, you can't read by heart even things that people know. And the Gemara continues calling the Mishnah, says, Kol Yom Bo Halil En Bo Ma'amad. A day like Hanukkah where there's Halil, there's no Ma'amad by Shaharit because they're busy reading the Halil. If there's Korban Musaf, then there's no Ma'amad by Ne'ilat Sha'arim. If there's a Korban Aitzim, there's no Ma'amad by, uh, by Minha. That's Rabbi Akiva. Ben Azai told him that Rabbi Yeshua changed a little bit. If there's a Korban Musaf, there is no Ma'amad by Minha. If there's Korban Aitzim, there's no by Ne'ilah. And Rabbi Akiva changed to be like Ben Azai. So the Gemara asks, my fresh Ben Zelazeh, what's the difference between these two things? Meaning, why is it that Korban Aitzim pushes away the Ne'ilah, but it doesn't push away Minha? So the Gemara explains, Halalu Medibre Torah. Minha, it originates from the Torah. Like Rashi quotes the famous Kaman Brachot, where Yitzhak was metaken minha. However, vehalalu, which is filat na'ila, midivre sofrim, it's only midera banan, therefore it gets pushed because of korban aitzim. 
Now going back to the Mishnahs, man kohanim ve'am. We said there's nine times a year where they donated uh, wood. Why does it have to say the time for where the Kohanim and the, and the Am and the nation gives uh, wood? So the Gemara explains, When the people of the exile came up during the days of Ezra, didn't find wood anywhere in the chambers of the Beit HaMikdash. These families donated out of their own pocket for the Mizbech. And the Nevi'im between them made a Takana. Even if the chamber of wood is full of wood, these families get to donate at their own pocket. They go first. Le'itim mezumanim. Set times, shana b'shana, year by year, le'ba'ir al-mizbah Hashem lo'enu kakatu b'Torah. Now we learned the Mishnah, Ve'imayim, Kohanim, Levim, Ve'chol, Mi, Kohanim, Levim, and anyone who made a mistake with his Shevet, uh, doesn't know who it is, and we said, Bnei Gunve Eli, Bnei Kotsa'e Ketsi'ot, Satan Rabbanan, Ma hayu Bnei Gunve Eli, Bnei Kotsa'e Ketsi'ot, who were these people? What were they doing? So Amru Pamahat, Gazra, Malchuta, Sha'a, Gazra, Adisar, Shiloh, Evi'atim, La'amma'alakha. One time, the Roman Empire, they were gozer that they, the Israel cannot bring wood to the Beit Hamikdash for the Mizbeach. V'shaloyav you will be kurim the Yerushalayim, and they shouldn't bring bikurim the fruits, the first fruits to Yerushalayim. V'hoshivu peroz daot ala derachim, and they put security guards to make sure no one's bringing any fruits or trees. Kedesh hoshivu Yerovam ben Evaat shaloy alu Israel la regel. The same way Yerovam put the security guards on this way, no one goes up to the regel in Yerushalayim. Same thing the Romans did. No one bringing wood or fruits. Maasu kesherin v'yerechet shebilto ador. So those who were kasher yerechet, what they do in that generation? Hevu sale bikurim v'hipum biktziot. They brought the baskets of bikurim, but they covered it with dry figs that you can't give for bikurim. Untalum, and they brought the bikurim covered with the dry figs. Ve'ali al kitvehin. But they also brought a grinder, something that grinds the figs to, to press it together. So once they got the security points, the guards told them where you're going to. We're going to make uh, the dried figures. We're going to press them together with this mortar and this stick that's on our shoulder. Once they passed the security guards, they decorated the baskets the way that you do with Bikurim, and they brought it to Yerushalayim. That's why they were called Bene Gonvereli, those who steal the mortar, or Bene those who make pressed figs. That's why they were called it, because they snuck their way into Yerushalayim for the Bikurim. Tana Hen Hen Bene Salmai Hanetofati. The same idea with the children of Salmai Hanetofati. Tano Banan Ma Hen Bene Salmai Hanetofati. Who are they? What's their story? One time the Romans were goes there that no one's allowed to bring wood to the Beit HaMikdash and they put security guards the same way Yorav Ambenevat made security guards and this way no one goes up to the Regal. What did the Yorav Ambenevat 
those who fear sin during that generation. They brought their wood for the Maracha. They made ladders. And they put on their shoulders. And they started walking. Once they got to the security point, the guard saw them. Where are you going to? We're going to get birds from the roof in front of us with the ladders that are on our shoulders. Once they passed that, they broke it apart and they brought up to Yerushalayim. And on them and anyone who did that sort of thing, the Pasuk says, the memory of a tzaddik is a blessing. And about them, it says that the name of the Rishaim will rot. Now we learned the Mishnah Basrim Bo on the twentieth of Av Benefa Hatmoav Ben Yehuda, Tana Benefa Hatmoav Ben Yehuda, Hen Hen Bene David Ben Yehuda. That's the children of the grandchildren of David Hamelech. That's the Rabbi Meir. They come from Ruta Moavia. Rabbi Yossi Omer Hen Hen Bene Yoav Ben Siruya. Those are the children of Yoav Ben Siruya. And the idea is that Yoav's mother was David's sister. And uh, that's why it's called Bene Pahat Moav Ben Yehuda. They're all connected to Moav. Now, Be'isrim Be'elul Bene Adin Ben Yehuda. Tan Rabbanan Bene Adin Ben Yehuda. Hen Hen Bene David Ben Yehuda. That's uh, David's grandchildren. The very Yehuda. So now, why they called uh, Adin? Because they come from Adinat Ani, who, uh, when he was learning Torah, he would. Uh, he would be as soft as a worm, and he, when he went out to war, he would be like an ayat tzatzani, be as strong as wood. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yosib Omer, hen hen b'nei Yoav ben Siruya, because some people explain that Adino Atzani is Yoav. Now, be'had betevet shavu b'nei Parosh, and yes, so on the first of Tevet, the children of Parosh did it again. So, mani matnitin, who's our Mishnah like? Lord Rabbi Meir, v'lo Rabbi Yehuda, v'lo Rabbi Not like any of them. Why? You should say that the children of David ben Yehuda went again because that's what he holds. If it's Rabbi Yehuda again, you should say again the children of David ben Yehuda went again, right? You that's what you hold. And so, so which one is it? So the Gemara says, "La'olam Rabbi Yosi." It's Rabbi Yosi. Utrei Tanae Alibad Rabbi Yosi. And there's two Tanaim who argued on what's the Shita of Rabbi Yosi. One Tana holds that the children of Pahat Moav are the, is Yoav ben Siruya, and Adin is a different family. They're not uh, from David or Yoav. And there's another Tana who holds that they're the the, the Bnei Adin are the children of Yoav ben Siruya. So he has to hold that uh, Pahat Moav is a different family, and if that's the case, Parosh is, is, is a different family, and they brought a second time. And the Gemara quotes the Mishnah again, Behad Betevet lo hayabo ma'amad. On the first of Tevet, it was too busy. It was Hanukkah, it was Rosh Chodesh, and it was a time for the Korban Aitzim. It was too busy, there was no ma'amad. So Amalem mor keshisha bere de Rav Hisda le Rav Asheh. Why is it that we learned that whenever there's Halil, it pushes the Ma'amad of Shahrit, but Musaf doesn't push the Korban Musaf, rather Minha. So Amad Rav really Korban Musaf pushes also Musaf, the, the Ma'amad of Musaf. Think about it. If if he's pushing Minha, it doesn't even belong to him. Musaf is pushing the, uh, the Ma'amad of Minha. 
it itself, the, the, the Qurban of Musaf, all the more so it should push away the Muhammad of Musaf. So told him, I know that. This is what I'm trying to ask you. That Qurban Musaf shouldn't, it should only push away Musaf's, not also Minha. So Amale Surab Sheh told him, Ika You're right. There is Rabbi Yossi who holds like you, the Tanya. That Rabbi Yossi Omer, Koyom Shiyesh Bu Musaf, Yesh Bu Ma'amad. If there's a Musaf, then there's a Ma'amad. Ma'amad demai, which Ma'amad? Ilema Ma'amad of Shaharit. If we're talking about Ma'amad of Shaharit, Hatanakama Nami Hakikama. Okay, Tanakama also said that. Ela Ma'amad de Musaf. If you want to say it's the Ma'amad of Musaf, well, Didenami Lodahe. Is it possible to say that it doesn't even push its own uh, Ma'amad? Musaf doesn't, the Quran Musaf doesn't push the Ma'amad of Musaf? You can't say that. Ela, you have to say the Minha, the Rebiyos, he was talking about the Ma'amad of Minha. And also Nu'ila, it means it, the Qurban Musaf pushes the Ma'amad of Musaf, that's it. But uh, Minhan Nu'ila is a business as usual. Shma'amina, what do you understand? That Dideh Musaf pushes the Ma'amad of Musaf. They love the day, but if it doesn't belong to him, like Minhan Ila, Lodahi doesn't push it, and exactly what Rav Keshisha said, Shma Amina. Sagma says, Okay, if you, you learned Behad Beteved, Vilitni Nami Behad Benisan, Lohayabo Mahamad, say that the first of Nisan, there was no Mahamad, Nipneshi, Yesh, Bohalel, Vekorban Musaf, Vekorban Aitzim, because we had Bene Arah Ben Yehuda, they were also giving wood, and it was also busy. So the Gemara understands something totally off the topic that Amar Abba Zotomet Halela de Bereshir Ha the Halela that we say on Rosh Chodesh Love the Oraita it's not from the Torah it's just the Minhag the Amar Biyohanan Mishum Rabbi Shimon Ben Yehud Sadak Shemona Asa Yom Bashana eighteen days a year Yachid Gomer Bahenet Halel person finishes the whole Halel Veeluhen they are Shemonat Yemei Chag the eight days of Sukkot each one has a separate Korban a separate Halel. Ushmonat Yemei Hanukkah, it is of Hanukkah, V'yom Tov Rishon Shel Pesach, V'yom Tov Shel Atzeret, the first day of Pesach, the first day of Atzeret, Ubagola, and in the, in the outside of Israel, in the exile, Isrim V'had Yom, 21 days, V'eluen, Tishat Yemei Chag, 9 days of Sukkot, Shemini Atzeret, Simchat Torah, Ushmonat Yemei Hanukkah, Pesach, two days of the first two days of Pesach, Ushnei Yemei Tovim Shel Atzeret, and two days of Shavuot, and Rabbi Klaale Babel, Rabbi went to Babel. Chazinu deka karu halela bereshercha. He saw them reading halel on Rosh Chodesh. Saba lefsukinu. He he wanted to yell at them and stop them. Kevan de chazad deka medalged aluge. Once he saw them skipping the lolanu the haftis. Amar al shmamina min hagabotehem bidehem. That's just a min hag, and it wasn't a mistake that they were reading the halel. And Tana Yahid Lo Yahil, a Yahid, the person by himself should not say Halil on Rosh Chodesh. Vimit Hilim, and if he did say it, Gomer, he's allowed to finish. Now, other Mefashim, like Rabbin Yonan Brachot, says that that last piece, Yahid Lo Yahil, is not talking about Rosh Chodesh, rather, it's talking about if something like a miracle happened or something like that, then he shouldn't say Halil, but if he did, finish it. So number one, there, there's a big tosfot over here that uh, tells us that there's obviously a minhag to say a beracha on half a halil, because otherwise, why would Rav make a mistake? He obviously heard them say beracha, and they were starting halil, so that's why he was going to yell at them. If they weren't saying a beracha, he was never going to stop them. That's his proof. Uh, 
the other Rishonim, they say you don't make a Beracha on it because it's a Minhagen. You don't make a Beracha on a Minhagen. That's the Machloket if we say a Beracha on Halel of regular Rosh Chodesh or not. Another thing Tosfot points out is the eight days of Hanukkah, each one was its own miracle, and that's why you say a Beracha on each day. Sort of the same idea like Sukkot. Another point brought out is is the Halel on Yom Tov. The Ramban, Rabbi Moshe ben Nachmani, the Bahag says it's a Deoraita, the Rambam says it's the Rabbanan, and Afkamina would be saying a Beracha or not, and all that very interesting suya over here, just that it was fought very good to look into. Now, we learned the Mishnah, Hamishat Varim Eroit Avotim Shivasar Betamuz, five bad things happen on Shivasar Betamuz. Number one is Nishtabru and Luhot, the Luhot broke, Men Alan, how do you know that? Detanya, we have Braita, Beshisha Lahodesh on the sixth of Sivan, it no Asret de Brot Israel, the Asret de Brot were given to Israel, Abusiomer Beshivabo on the seventh of Sivan. Leman de Amar, Beshisha Nitenu, Beshisha Nitenu, Shivala Moshe. Uh, according to the one who held that the Asadi brothers were given on the 6th, they were given on the 6th, Moshe went up to the Shamaim on the 7th. According to the one who says that the Torah was given on the 7th of Sivan, on the 7th, Moshe went up to the sky the same day they were given. So there's 24 days in Sivan, starting from day 7. 7, God will 30, you have, uh, because uh, Sivan is always a full month, that's 24 days. Veshitzah de Tammuz, another 16 days into Tammuz. Malulehu Arba'in, that's full 40. And the next day, Beshivasar Betamuz, on the 17th of Tammuz, Nahit, he came down, Atavit Avinul Lahot, and he broke the Lahot, Uchtiv, and says, Vahika Asher Karavil Amahane, Vayarat Aegel, Vayashlech Miadavit Aluhot, Vayashaber Otam, Tahat Ahar. Next, Batala Tamid, the Tamid, the Korban Tamid stopped. How do we know that? Gemara, we have a tradition, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no Braita, there's no, uh, there's no Pasuk, that's uh, just a tradition. Next, the wall was busted open. Wait a second, how could you say it was on the 17th? It happens on the 9th of the, the month of Tammuz, there was a hunger, and, on, and then right afterwards it says that the wall was busted, so it's on the 9th. So, on the first, Horban Bayit Rishon, it was on the 9th, and the second, Horban Bayit Shani, it was on the 17th. The first Beit HaMikdash, the wall was broken into on the 9th of Tammuz, on the 17th. And the reason it's the 17th, not the 9th, the, the second Beit HaMikdash was harder for us. Next, we said that Sarap Apostomus the Torah, this Greek uh, general or Greek uh, governor, he burnt the Torah. We said it was from Tamar Ezra. How do we know this? Gemara, it's a tradition. Next, we said that Ha'amid Tselem Ba'echal, that he put a statue in the Hechal Menalan. How do we know that? Dikhtiv. Ume'ayet husar ha'tamid velatet shikutz shomem. When the tamid stop, that's when they put a shikut, something disgusting that doesn't move in the hechal. That obviously that was a statue. So the gemara says, "Ve'had hava." Wait a second. You tell me there was only one tzelim in the hechal, one statue. Va'kativ al-kenaf shikutzim meshomem. It's a shikutzim. It sounds like there was much more. So Amar Abba Terehav. Really, there was two. 
Venafal had al Havre and one fell on the other, Vitabrel Deliade and broke his hand. Vishtekah Dabaketiv and what was written on that uh, that statue you want to destroy the Beta Migdash. I'm going to pay you back the way I paid back the statue. I'm going to cut off your hands. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.